Hello, my name is Lydia Gay and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Severe droughts are gripping the Horn of Africa, leaving some millions needing emergency assistance. Somalia has been the hardest hit, with much of the country out of reach of humanitarian assistance. Antoinette Saye is director of the African Department at the IMF. I spoke with her about the crisis and asked her how the droughts have been impacting the Horn of Africa. The Horn of Africa is undergoing its worst drought in some 60 years. In the case of Somalia, uh, the World Food Programme, for example, has concluded that the famine there is in fact a catastrophe. Uh, we have some 800,000 refugees who have fled Somalia uh, to go to Ethiopia, Kenya, Djibouti. Uh, food prices in the region as a whole, uh, food prices have increased significantly, creating a severe hardship for people both in the rural and the urban areas. And uh, on the economic front, of course, uh, we have seen uh, increased inflation across uh, the, the sub-region in uh, Kenya and in Tanzania. Inflation now in double digits, around 13 to 14 percent, as a result of the significantly increased food prices. In, in relation to import bills, because of the dependence of this region on uh, hydropower for electricity, many countries are seeing shortages in power and are forced then to import uh, fuel to facilitate uh, generation of power. In addition to that, of course, overall, we expect some uh, negative impact on overall growth because of the adverse consequences for agriculture, and as I was saying a minute ago, on the power side. Let me also underscore the significant pressures upon the budgets of countries in the region because they are, are forced, of course, to make available emergency food supplies, which are only partly covered by uh, international aid uh, being provided in response to the drought. Um, you've described quite a very dire situation there. So what can the international community do, and especially the IMF, to help those countries? The, the fund, of course, will work in the context of a broader international coordinated effort. First and foremost, of course, disaster relief is the priority. The World Food Program has also made uh, an appeal for some $2.4 billion in financing for disaster relief to help with the famine. Unfortunately, much of that amount is still outstanding, has not been uh, raised. So the priority is really to get some support for this uh, effort and to have this financing in place. And in that context, we're uh, hopeful that the forthcoming August 25th pledging conference uh, convened by the AU in uh, Addis Ababa uh, will be successful and that we'll see uh, some rallying around this uh, request. In the case of the fund, we have to work in our areas of a mandate, of course. Uh, we're not a, a disaster relief institution. On the other hand, of course, it's clear that affected countries are going to have a significant balance of payments financing need. In that context, the fund can work very quickly to make available concessional loans. We are, in fact, working already with uh, Kenya and discussing with Kenya and Djibouti, raising uh, additional resources in the context of existing loans that are already in place with those countries. For other countries, we can also quickly put together new loans if they make uh, a request for fund assistance. In addition to financing, uh, there's an opportunity also for us to work to increase the effectiveness of aid in support of disaster relief. We can also, through our public financial management technical assistance, help countries better target their support on those who really need help. 
The fund, uh, unfortunately, is not able to provide much support to Somalia, given the absence of a recognized government in Somalia. But through our support to other countries that are now host to large numbers of Somali refugees, we can certainly help to provide relief. So in the future, what policies should countries follow in the event of similar disasters? In the last 10 to 15 years or so, the frequency of intense droughts has uh, increased. And so it is absolutely important to mitigate the impact of drought so that we protect sustained economic growth in these countries. This is not an area of of the fund's expertise, but certainly we think that there are things that countries can do on the economic uh, policy front to mitigate the impact of droughts. One of them is to actually remove barriers to trade and to facilitate trade under those circumstances. And certainly it's not a wise thing in in that context uh, to have uh, export bans, which there are temptations sometimes to put in place. Countries can also, of course, uh, work to minimize a very significant dependence on hydropower in East Africa that is, of course, disrupted when you have a drought. And in that context, you have to then start to import uh, significant amounts of fuel, which is very expensive. So to the extent that countries are able to develop more geothermal sources of power, uh, as Kenya is now trying to do, they have an opportunity to really uh, mitigate the impact of a severe drought on uh, power supply and through that broad economic activity. Antoinette, thank you. Thank you. Antoinette Saye is director of the IMF Africa Department. To hear more podcasts, you can find us online at www.imf.org podcasts.